Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You have some special guests about a very important project right here in the city. Yeah, this is something under our control. Uh, I'm thrilled that we have Ed Satoris with us today, who's the executive director of the uh, Congregation of the Sisters of St. Joseph and Sister Pat Bergen, uh, who is also with a congregation uh, from the Sisters. And they're going to talk about the Mirabu uh, Water Garden, which is uh, one of our first urban water projects. Um, and I was actually just recently in Amsterdam, so I've seen it in action. This is about New Orleans learning to uh, live with water and turn it into an amenity instead of something that threatens us. So, uh, Sister and, and Ed Satoris, thank you so much for joining us, and Happy New Year to, to both of you. Uh, there's been a lot of discussion about the Mirabu Water Garden and, and uh, what it will do for the surrounding neighborhood. Tell us a little bit about uh, why you decided to uh, involve yourselves in this project. Well, Happy New Year to you, too. Thank you for inviting us. Well, the reason why we decided to go with this project is because, as you know, um, our mother house was destroyed during Katrina as a result of flooding. And so after we had to um, take the building down, deconstruct it, we, we really wanted the land to be able to do something that would minister to the people. And so... Um, so actually, we were praying for an idea, and uh, David Wagner found us with his his dream of this water garden, and it will save the people in 3,700-some acres radius all around from flooding at all. 6,000-some acres will have greatly diminished flooding, and 9,000 acres in all directions will have their flooding minimized. And so... That's the reason we decided to go with this project. Will the congregation take on a more proactive role in, in the management of the project as this thing progresses? Uh, sure, I can, I can address that. Thank you for having us on, Newell and, and Michael. Um, so the, the congregation, um, you know, our, our intent is really that this is a, a, a gift uh, to, the, to the people of New Orleans that have stood by the sisters and have worked with the sisters for so many decades. Um, our agreement with the city is that um, they will, uh, uh, in, in, in using money from FEMA uh, and the city, that they will build the project and they will be responsible for managing it into the future for at least the next 90 some years now this is uh how big of a piece of land are are, are we talking about uh, for the benefit it's, of the listening audience sorry it's 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 about 25 acres it's uh, so surrounded it's big, by big mirabeau uh, cartier paris and i'm missing a street sorry owens oh yeah that's a big piece of land it is. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So 
Obviously, uh, Sister, I, I know it's always been important to the congregation to be kind of the obviously good corporate partner. I got to imagine that that's part of the reason uh, that this project is in, is important to the mission of your congregation. Right, right. It is. It is. Well, are there other, the people are there, of Orleans uh, are important to us. Yeah. And, I, and obviously, when we think about the challenges that we face with an antiquated infrastructure system relative to drainage and, and all of that, this brings a new dynamic uh, and a new approach to managing water uh, for us, where we've seen it, as Michael pointed out, work in other areas of the, of the uh, world. But it's rare that we have someone that actually possesses 25 acres that they can put up like this. I mean, it's, it's, it's huge from that perspective. It is a gift. It's a real gift to have the property, and it's a real gift to be able uh, to donate it to the city to be able to do this wonderful project that actually will not only help New Orleans, but there are urban places all around the world to see how this works and want to know how it works. So they can do the same uh, in areas that are flooded from hurricanes and other things, urban areas. Yeah. So it's replicable. Yeah, the real hope is that in, in many respects this becomes a pilot project right? Uh, it, it, of a size and a scale that's large enough uh, to, to hopefully uh, sort of be proof of concept for others so that they'll, they'll be able to use this in different parts of the country in the world. Well, and if I could jump in for a second, no, I apologize, yeah. but people people used to, I think it was John Young, I think it was President Young, used to talk about Jefferson being the, 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 power, the parish of canals, and people would kind of make fun of him and say, ah, you know, they're just drainage ditches, and, you know, I think to the point that, that was just being made by Ed, when you go to other places around the world, like Amsterdam, and you see how these, these facilities, these assets, which are really about public safety and draining, but are massive amenities, they're, they're sources of beauty and romance and create a lot of property value, it's really important that we have something like Mirabeau where people can go and see it and get it, and I think it will be catalytic for other developments. Exactly. So when we, exactly. So when we talk about, uh, Ed, this proof of concept and sister as well, what do you expect to see as the final product? I mean, I, I guess in a lot of people's mind, they're thinking that they are build a little levee around the 25 acres and just dump water in it, but it's going to be far greater than that, right? No, it's going to be an absolutely beautiful water garden with playing areas and uh, an oak uh, memorial garden in it with these swales of water going through and the topography of the land actually purifies the water. When the water comes in, of course, it's coming in from flood, from the canals, etc. But by the time it goes out, when it's released back into the canals after the levees take the water down enough, and it's released back into the canals, this water is pure. It's, it's awesome. It, it, it's really meant to be... As, as Michael said, really an amenity for the neighborhood, that it's a park, it's a place to gather, it's a place to walk around, it's a, a place uh, from the sister's perspective of really strong spirituality, uh, that you, you feel it when you're on the property. So hopefully a renewal for people, 
and if there's if there is a flood if there is a lot of water coming in then it could sort of kick into action and really be able to help for with flooding in the surrounding area so it's uh, it's really trying pardon me no, I was just going to say, Ed, you're so right, because we know how critical one minute, two minutes, three minutes, 100,000 gallons here, 100,000 gallons there. The capacity is going to be about 10 million gallons of water, as I, I was reading some of the data about it. Right. Uh, we're, we're, we're fighting for minutes when we're in the midst of a storm. Right. right? Yes, you are. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's significant what, what it could hold is is really significant but again as we mentioned what's also significant is what it can do when it's not holding the water right no absolutely it's going to be beautiful and and in phase in phase two it will have an educational component where universities and those from cities who want to learn how to replicate it it's going to be a center of learning as well as beauty yeah, you know, it's it's interesting, and Michael, you can uh, chime in on this, is, is that uh, there are moments uh, in a city's history where you have an opportunity created uh, like this opportunity from the Congregation of the Sisters of St. Joseph that if you miss these moments, uh, the downstream implications are huge, and it, and it's good that we've not missed this moment, right? No, that's right. There's a lot of path dependency in cities, and assets, particularly physical assets, can be catalytic. And so if you build it, you get these good outcomes. I'm I'm looking out at the Superdome right now. It's probably the most dramatic example here in the city. But if you don't do them, there's an opportunity cost, which is is difficult to measure uh, because it's hard to measure a negative, but it's very real. So I give you know, an enormous amount of credit to the congregation that they are taking leadership on this. They're showing, I would argue, um, both spiritual and, and very public leadership. Absolutely, no doubt about it. And thank both of you, Sister uh, Pat Bergen and Ed Satoris, for joining us today. But more importantly, thank you um, for putting up this investment uh, for the greater good of our city, because I think it's going to be really, <laughs> can't uh, over-exaggerate this, life-altering to that uh, geographic region of the city and managing water. And happy new to you. Michael, to both Michael you. we just really also need to give credit to David Wagner, who had the dream and is the architect behind it, who's really shepherded this project. And it's very, very creative. No, that's Thank right. God. All praise be David Wagner and his son, uh, Peter, now works for me. And I can yeah. tell you, the other doesn't fall far from the tree. Yes, that's right. Sister, he Thank steals you. all the good people in the city to go to work for him. So oh, look, look out. That's true. <laughs> good manager. Good manager. Right. Folks, thank you so much for joining us. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 